0: Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a twice monthly podcast for people who experience the world intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Welcome to episode 55 of the HSP Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. It's been a while since I've done a show. I used to do them weekly, then every other week, and now less than that. I hate being inconsistent. I'm hoping to get back on track again in the new year. So thanks to all of you who have hung in there with me. Today, I want to share some stories that are hopefully a little entertaining about things that have grossed me out. Blood, flesh, and dead creatures have always disgusted me in a big way. I also want to talk about how HSPs might get grossed out more than people without the trait. All right. Story time. When I was in fifth grade, around 10 years old, in our science class, we were shown a cow lung, the lung of a cow. The entire class crowded around this long table as the teacher showed us air expanding the lungs. And I remember looking at it and thinking it was really interesting. I'd never seen anything like it. And then one of my classmates turned around and looked at me and said, are you okay? You're white as a ghost. And I remember thinking that that was so weird because I felt totally fine. I didn't know what this kid was talking about. Then of course, a bunch of the kids all turned around to look at me and the teachers looked at me too and said, why don't you go sit down at your desk? I thought this was so strange because I felt fine. And it was at that moment that I felt it. I went back to my desk and put my head down, but my ears were ringing and felt burning hot. I felt nauseous, dizzy and weak and saw blackness in front of my eyes, which I later learned is a textbook vasovagal response, which I will talk about later. I was also really embarrassed because nobody else in class had a problem except for me. Here's another story. In middle school, we learned how to classify insects into their genus or species or whatever. We had to go out and capture bugs using nets, kill the bugs, and then stick pins through their thorax and display them in cases. When I explain this now, it sounds kind of barbaric and weird. I wonder if kids still have to do this nowadays. Anyway, the idea of sticking a pin through a dead insect disgusted me beyond belief. I spent weeks convincing my classmates to do my pinning for me. I'd say something like, can you show me how to do it? I don't get it. I don't understand how to pin this bug. And I got all of my pinning done that way. One day, I remember I was determined to pin a bug myself. There was nobody else around to um, trick into doing it for me. It was a grasshopper. I remember very clearly. And I sat there holding the pin, trying to get myself to do it. I was so nervous and grossed out. I identified the exact perfect spot to pin it and I slowly started to push the pin through and the grasshopper's head popped off. This is a 100% true story. It scarred me for life. I still remember it now so many years later. And the last story took place in high school biology class. We had to dissect fetal pigs We had to choose a lab partner, so I purposely and strategically teamed up with a guy with the explicit understanding that he would do all of the dissecting if I did all of the worksheets and wrote all the reports. And this arrangement worked out perfectly. I don't think I set eyes on the pig once. Thinking back, I'm still impressed that I was able to pull that off. Maybe I didn't learn how to dissect a fetal pig, but I definitely learned something. Delegation or teamwork, I don't know. So why do we feel faint or queasy when we see something that we think is gross, like the sight of blood or guts or something dead? While pondering this, I was reminded of a really memorable Radiolab episode I heard a few months ago. Where they explained how after having heart surgery, this woman could hear her own heart beating all of the time. And the radio lab folks played the soundtrack of a heartbeat while this woman was telling her story. The story of how her super powerful loud heartbeat distracted her all the time, generally making her life difficult. But a really crazy thing happened. At the end of her story, the Radiolab producers reported that a few people in their live audience who had been listening to her story and hearing that soundtrack of the beating heart had passed out and vomited just from hearing her story. So the Radiolab producers interviewed one of the audience members who had felt faint and nauseous. This person explained that hearing a story of the ever-present and loud heartbeat made her feel like the thing that was giving life was also the thing causing torment. The woman with the loud heartbeat was trapped. There was no way she could escape this loud beating sound. It was a constant reminder of her life. And that made some people queasy. Isn't that interesting that some people in the audience had such a strong reaction just to hearing a story about a heartbeat? So how does this tie in with what I was talking about earlier? Okay. Well, a scientist that Radiolab interviewed explained why this might have happened, which is also why some of us feel gross when we see blood and guts. Scientists said that it could be a leftover trait from evolutionary times. Back in the day, if you fainted, a passing hungry lion might leave you alone because you look dead and less tasty, I guess. Or if your blood pressure drops and you feel faint, and a line attacks you, then there's less chance you'll bleed out since there's less blood in your extremities. So that's the understanding scientists have of this so far. I have always seemed to be more sensitive to blood and gore than a lot of people. I'm not saying this is definitely related to being highly sensitive because I can't prove it or find research on that, but I think it could be likely. So what is actually happening in the body to create these reactions? One explanation is the vagus nerve. Remember I mentioned the vasovagal response earlier? The vagus is part of the involuntary nervous system that commands unconscious bodily events like keeping your heart rate constant and controlling food digestion. The vagus nerve is kind of like the brakes of the heart, you could say. For reasons we don't completely know, some people have a sudden activation of their vagus nerve when they see blood, needles, or gore. For those people, blood, needles, and gore cause the opposite response of a normal anxiety-type reaction, where your blood pressure and heart rate would increase, for example. Instead, the parasympathetic nervous system takes over. So when the parasympathetic nervous system is kicking in, the vagus nerve is abruptly activated, causing blood pressure and heart rate to drop. The decrease in the flow of blood deprives the brain of blood and oxygen, causing faintness and eventually a loss of consciousness. I find this stuff fascinating. It makes me wish I'd gone into biology or science. And it also explains why I felt faint and weak when I saw the cow lung. I've had to adapt to having a strong visceral reaction to gross things. I think it's similar to how I don't like horror movies or violent movies. They often include blood and gore, and I just don't like how it makes me feel to see that on the screen. Our differences between people who are highly sensitive and those who don't have the trait are interesting. I talk a lot on the show about the challenges and the benefits of high sensitivity, but some things are just interesting. Do you find that you have a stronger reaction to blood and guts than other people and getting grossed out easily? I would love to hear your stories. Please share them in the comments at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 55. There you will also find the show notes, including a link to that Radiolab episode I talked about. And I know that it's really close to Christmas, but if you haven't yet done all of your holiday gift shopping yet, check out my official ultimate list of gift ideas for HSPs and introverts. I worked really hard on it. It was a lot of fun and so different than the types of things I usually write for the site. You can also find that at HighlySensitivePerson.net. A little heads up, in my next episode, I plan to revisit the idea of the best jobs for HSPs. A long time ago, I made a bold statement about what I thought was the number one job for HSPs And I have to say, I'm having a rethink about my opinion, so stay tuned for that show. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast and want to support it financially, then please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash hsp. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I want to thank the newest patrons, Lindsay Marie and Anonymous. Thank you so much you can support the show by giving a donation in any amount. Even $1 is great. And if you can't afford to support financially, you can show your support by rating the show on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening and see you in two weeks.